0: How do you, everybody uh mike mills with uh, mike mills mortgage mortgage and finance here this is the uh, texas real estate and podcast this is episode number 54 so really making our way down here but today um we are going to be talking as i have on my shirt a little video today um this is the old school video we're going to new school video and especially um in our real estate market and the you know the kind of the lull we're going through at this time uh everybody's looking for new ways to innovate their business how to grow your business how to reach more people how to get in front of more eyeballs and you know if you don't know that video is the route to go at this point then you probably haven't been paying attention but just to reiterate that point and kind of give you some idea on what the best route to use and what platforms to use and how to structure your videos i brought in uh ben treadway so welcome in ben how are you doing today i'm great how's it going mike thanks for having me on So uh, Ben is the head of sales for Social Coach. Um, And so I don't tear it all up and butcher um, what (laughs) you've already told me uh, before we got on here. Why don't you explain to everybody what Social Coach is, what you guys do specifically, so we kind of have a little bit idea of of what we're going to be chatting about, and then we'll just kind of move from there.
1: Yeah, so thanks for uh, having me on once again. Uh, Social Coach is a social media management for for companies that want to help their loan officers or their realtors um, have a strong social media presence online. Um, We help to automate social media. So if you have older realtors that aren't posting all all that often, uh, and you want to have a company presence online, you can do it through the fingers of your organization. So working through the individuals, uh, posting good educational content, posting company content, um, trying to help them out so we can help automate there. Uh, We also really want to help loan officers, really want to help realtors. Um, We work a lot with only in the real estate industry, so like realtors and loan officers. So if That's all I'm talking about. Um, We help them to build video. We help them to build custom content. Um, Really, the goal is to increase social media presence, whether that be through video, whether that be through um, static images. Uh, Really, it's how do we embrace social media for the tool that it is Mm -hmm. um, and and engage with the folks that are on my page right now? And how do I grow my audience to really have a strong business um, online?
0: And it's very, you guys are very niche. So you are working in one particular market or area, you know, you, um, real estate and, and our world is pretty much all you're doing. Um, yeah. and that's where you guys kind of live and breathe. Right.
1: Yeah. We don't, we don't really dabble with, um, you know, other like. Other companies, other other industries. We are solely focused and and have been our entire careers. The whole company has been in the mortgage and, and real estate industry our entire lives. Um, or my my young career um, and uh, and some of the older careers. We we only work with uh, realtor uh, real estate companies and mortgage companies uh, with social media.
0: And you guys, especially, focus on the individuals, like you said, because you know, said this for a long time in our business. Whenever we talk internally within our company about what the best route to go on advertising or promotion, and and you know, it's it's funny, and I think it's I don't think it's germane to our industry, but I do think because of real estate being such a personal transaction, that um, you know, instead of like my company is Verity Mortgage, Eustis Mortgage is our parent company, and but our focus when we try to promote you know or drive marketing within our company is very much geared towards the lo- the individual loan officer because if someone is going to get a loan they're not getting a loan from Eustis or Verity Mortgage they're getting a loan from Mike Mills you know what I mean mm-hmm. and same thing in real estate I think with realtors you know the 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 Keller Williams and the Remax and the Century Twenty Ones of the world, like these these big box brokerages. It's not that it's bad to be a part of those because it absolutely is. They have great training, they have all like all kinds of perks and stuff th- stuff that come along with it. But typically, if I'm a if I'm a buyer of a home, I'm generally reaching out to somebody you know via a warm lead from a friend or somebody else. It's not I'm not calling. Century 21 uh to get a realtor you know in most cases I mean it happens of course but it's just not not typical because it's very it's a personal transaction you want one-on-one um, relationships and that's how it grows
1: yeah I mean I I recently bought a home uh in February huh? and for me I didn't even like I I called her I had a realtor friend he was a friend of mine yeah. um I used him as my realtor um and I knew his group was the Sonoran provision group or something like that. Um, I didn't realize he was actually part of a a larger real real estate company, like a century 21 until like two, two months after the fact I got a, I got an email from his company and underneath it said like century 21 or something like that. So like I, I did not call up century 20. I need a realtor. Like it's a, it's a completely opposite. Um, kind of transaction because when you need a plumber to come out, you call the plumbing company Yeah, they send out a plumber. You yes. don't have a plumber buddy, yeah.
0: right? need some people in, well, some especially, our do. <laughs> do, but, but yes, no, I know the general consumer, <laughs> yeah. unless you know somebody that's a plumber, they're calling Roto-Rooter or whoever. Yeah. You know, yeah.
1: yeah. And so like my loan officer, um, the, the one that I used came as a referral from my realtor. Yeah, Right. Um, they said, working. Hey, like I, I work with this guy um, and you know, Orion, Orion Finance or something like that. I don't even know his company name. Like that, that's how little I dealt with the company. You knew his name, not the
0: company, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it was Brian yampolsky over at Orion something, right? Right. And so like, for me, I dealt, and this is how it is for every home buyer. You deal with the person, you don't deal with the company, and the majority of the time you're not even looking at the marketing of the company either right it's not like i saw i didn't see a commercial for i mean let's be honest no one looks at a commercial for for rocket mortgage and says all right time to go to rocket mortgage and get a a loan they start to search online hey i need like loan officer near me mortgage questions or how do i buy a home and all these everyone is going to pop up online and more and more, the younger and younger the home buyers get, you know, we call it right now, millennials are the home buyers. Yep. Gen Z are right behind. Um, they're starting on social media. They're yes. starting with TikTok. How do I yeah, buy a even, home? Yeah, I was going
0: to say, they're not even starting right. with Google. They don't even no. go to Google.
1: No, because... I don't know what Google is. <laughs> because as we're about to talk about, video is the best and fastest way to get a, a message across. Yeah. And so if I'm trying to learn about buying a home, I'd rather watch a 45 second video on like top three things to know before you start buying a home. Um, and and that's how I'm going to really like learn how to buy a home. Now I'm fortunate enough to work in the industry. I know I have my connections, so I didn't have to go to TikTok, um, but I still did. Yeah. I, my wife, my wife is on TikTok all day, <laughs> really <laughs> all day. She's on, the she's on TikTok. Man, I, Every night, so I, I I look at TikTok at night, yep, right. And every night, I have seventeen messages, and it's all from my wife, and it's all videos that she liked. And she's like, "We should do this. We should do you that." See, and, you see that. And it's just like crazy. And I'm like, you know what? If you're not, if you're trying to get a younger home buyer, if you're trying to talk with people that are buying homes, that are, I mean, the average age right now, I think, is thirty five. Home buyers, yeah. they're all on social media. Yes. Yeah. That's and where they, that's look. where to get them is videos.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too. And, and I don't, you know, there's this, um, whether you want to call it a funnel or, or however you want to phrase this, but somebody, you know, let's say 40 and under. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I, like I was telling you earlier, I don't spend a ton of time on social media as far as like inter- interacting, unless it's for a purpose, except I use Twitter, but I do use TikTok because mm-hmm. I found myself gravitating more and more to TikTok when I'm looking for something specific because people make so many, you know, you can, you can fly through a few videos real quick, as opposed to going to a Google search and having to click on an article. Now it is changing a little bit because now with, with the advent of AI, um, a lot of these search engines, if you type in a particular question, the very first pop-up will be an answer to your question specifically, you know what I mean? And then there'll be links below it. So it's, it's changing a little bit, but for the most part, I can scroll through 15 or 20 videos on TikTok. And then what happens is if I'm looking for something in particular, like let's say, for example, um, I don't have a garden, but I, I'm fascinated by gardening. I want to know how to grow tomatoes because it's like one day, one day I'm going to start gardening, right? <laughs> and, and so like I go through that stuff. Well, if I really, if I find a, a 30 second or two minute video on tomato plants, let's say, right? Well, at that point, if there's something in that, that I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Well, now I may go to YouTube from that video Mm -hmm. and say, now I'll type that search into YouTube because now I'm ready to take on the three or four minute video or five minute video or seven minute video versus the 30 second, 45 second is like a little taste of the information I'm looking for, but isn't in enough depth to really cover it. And in some cases you can still stay on TikTok and you can just look up that one thing and then there'll be, you know, 50 videos on that. It's just amazing. It's like you come up with any topic, and you can search it, and it's on TikTok. Like I don't know that you yeah. can miss things for some reason.
1: I'll take it one step further. Um, when I scroll through TikTok at night, yep. when I'm when I get finished with all the the comments and all the the uh, messages my wife has sent me, I right. I start to go on my for you page. And what I do, and I know it's the same for my brothers, it's the same for my friends, is I scroll through, and I don't I'm not looking for anything specifically. You're just watching the videos. Once I see something I enjoy rather than searching that thing i actually look at the person yes i click on their profile and i see the rest of the content that they put out right because for me um i would rather follow someone who puts out good content yes than follow the topic of their content right? right because um i i i'm big into hunting i'm big into sports i'm big into um golfing right and so for me uh, my Instagram and my TikTok like all the people I'm following have something to do with hunting the now one. they're putting out other content as well sure. yeah. right and I like that content as well it's like oh I didn't realize that I really like um how to drop pavers down and and yeah. landscape my yard yeah but because I'm following a guy who's a golfer and he posts good golfing content and then he was talking about like how to like Do his yard with pavers and add a putting green in the backyard. Now it's like, I'm gonna add a putting green in my backyard. (laughs) And and that's not a joke. I'm actually adding a putting green in my backyard. We're we're doing it, we're doing it this summer. So, like that's one of those things that it stemmed from a video that I saw on social media, not even about redoing his backyard, but about I think he he had like a par four hole in one, which is crazy, right? Yeah, and I and like the reaction video of that, and then it just like led six months later he's he's talking about adding a pedigree in his backyard and now i'm like oh i'm gonna do that too
0: well and the thing about tiktok too is the or even now i mean you could say instagram reels you could say Mm -hmm. facebook reels you could even say youtube shorts because it's all this short form content that really is the it's kind of like the browsing of the world right and Mm -hmm. that's how you browse these days they just show up saying oh this is you know funny And, and sometimes if you're looking for something specific it'll be there but what happens subconsciously i think is bringing it back to real estate is that if I'm in the the market to buy a house, right? If I'm thinking about it, if I've considered it at any point in the last week, month, day, whatever, then if I'm on social media and I'm flipping through shorts and reels and TikToks and something about properties comes up, you know, interest rates, mortgages, real estate, neighborhoods, whatever, odds are I'm going to stop on that video and I'm going to watch it for a second, right? I'm going to look at it. Well, you know, because they're so intrusive in our life, they know, you know, the algorithm knows you've stopped, you've watched that video for longer than the average person. So you must be interested in that topic. Mm -hmm. So there out of the next 20 or 30 videos, you see, I promise you half of them are going to be related to real estate mortgages, whatever it is that you is on your mind. So it's almost like that seed is there and it's, it's been planted, but now it's starting to grow because you're getting more and more information about a topic that you were interested in but you weren't necessarily searching for it just because it pulls from so many other things too. If you've went, if you been on Zillow in the last two months, I promise you, you're going to get stuff related to real estate and mortgages on your social feeds. And so mm-hmm. that's why, you know, anybody that doesn't understand it. And I said it in the very beginning about if you don't understand the importance of video at this point, if we're this far in the game and you're, you know, you're like, man, ah, it's, waste of time. It's like, I don't know what it takes to, to help you understand the importance of it. Um, it's just something that it, because, and we said this in the beginning, because our, our industry or my industry and mortgages and real estate right now, at least is on, you know, kind of leans toward the older age, as far as like the professionals involved in the business, it seems like the adoption rate has been so much slower than what you see in other industries. And, and I guess that's the only reason why I can think of,
1: I I think, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because I work with older realtors and mm-hmm. older loan officers and they want to do video. Yeah. They do. Yeah. The problem is the barrier to entry is so low. Um, they feel like they're not doing enough. Right. Right. You can pick up your phone, record a video talking about whatever, and post it within 30 seconds. Yes. Okay. Here's the issue, you have a lot of the younger crew, my age, 30, right? Loan officers, real estate agents that are coming in and they have such high quality videos Yes, that the older loan officers, the older realtors are like, I can't create a video that looks like that. right? And so they record a video, they watch it back, and they're like, I don't like what I look like, I don't like what I sound like, and I don't have all the the fun gifs and the uh, captions and the audio and everything. And so I'm not even gonna post it because it's not worth anyone else's time. Well, the problem with that is it is worth their time. Sure. Because I would rather listen, it's funny, I uh, had a a big problem with like a leak in my backyard um, just this past week. And for me, I looked for the plumber that had the most experience, not the plumber with the best looking video. Yes. And so realtors that have been in the game for 30 years have more experience, more knowledge can help me more than the one that has a really cool video. Now, all you have to do is talk about what you know yeah and post it so that people can see it if you never post it they'll never know that you have more knowledge more know-how you've been in every single situation you could possibly think of right you've worked with buyers that don't have any money you've had you've worked with buyers that have all the money right and i won't know that unless i see it on a video or if i see it on on social media and so, for the realtors that are afraid to post, for the, the realtors that are like, eh, I've I've been in the game for thirty years. I, I I don't need video. No, you might not need video. Your buyers need to see you on video so that they know who to go to. Yeah. Well,
0: and and I think the hard part is is it's a it's a matter of perspective in that regard because the even the young people, the the thirty year olds, twenty five year olds, whatever, right. If you had the ability, in some cases you do, but a lot of cases you don't because, you know, people are getting smarter these days, deleting stuff, whatever. But if you were to able to go back to see the 25-year-old or 28-year-old's very first TikTok or very oh, yeah. first, you know, uh, Instagram reel or whatever, it's going to suck too. Like, it's oh, not yeah. good, right? It's not a good, high quality, whatever. No. It's something that you figure out as you go along. And I've even mm-hmm. told agents in the past, you know, because we try to help them, you know, focus on the importance of using social media to grow their, their business. And I'm like, when you sold your very first house, did you know what you were doing? Like, were you perfect at it? And they're like, no, of course not. It was, you know, it was like a deer in headlights. I'm like, well, it's the same thing, you know, but now you've sold a hundred, 200, 300 homes, whatever the number is. And so now because you've sold what you've sold, you know, a lot about it. Well, if you make videos on a regularly consistent basis, it could be once a week, it could be once a month, it could be whatever, whatever you feel comfortable with in the beginning as you start to understand it a little bit better it starts to make the fear of the unknown gets pulled away then it's it's really not bad and and I'm with you like the I've I have found in all aspects whether it be finance like I'm into I like like a lot of crypto stuff I'm into you know a lot of finance stuff obviously because of what I do um I tend to gravitate to the more boring videos Mm -hmm. And, and the the person that I feel after watching a couple, of, this person knows what they're talking about, and mm-hmm. I can I can get that sense from them. I don't need captions. I don't like. There's one guy that I watch um, who does a lot of uh, uh, finance stuff on the market, and I actually use when I do updates on my stuff. I'll I'll you know steal from what he's saying. I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm going to use this. Yeah. Um, he literally is in a white shirt every single time with a tie. Ties tie changes colors. Okay, that's good. The background <laughs> is is a taupe tan white wall that's it there's nothing in the background he's literally reading he's got a he's got like notes in front of him that he changes the page over and he'll say now he's he talks like he doesn't just read like he'll it's like bullet points or whatever um but he'll say some stuff and then he'll be like and you know if you think i'm crazy fine whatever i'm just telling you what i think you know like he's just real kind of defeated by the whole thing but I watch every single video that guy does because his content is so good because he knows what he's talking about. And there's no music, there's no captions, there's no hook on the intro. You know, half of them end where he's like, Okay, that's it. And it's just it's just over. You know, <laughs> like that's it. And yeah. and the guy has you know a million subscribers he has a, a patreon page that people pay to go to and it's it's the most mundane if i got you to watch one you'd be like i don't understand but then after you've watched about the fourth or fifth one you're like okay okay i get it what's it what's his name do
1: you know off uh, the top of
0: the it's called real clear tax um i can't remember his name specifically but his page 4. is real clear tax yeah it's it's uh it's a youtube page you know he has other other sites that he follows as well but I'm sorry. Clear value tax is what it's called. Clear value tax. Clear cool. value
1: tax. Yes. Give him a shout out there. I think for what you're saying is true. The captions, the gifs, the audio, it doesn't matter. It helps. I mean, it helps. it, it helps. helps a lot. Yes. Um, and so I think that that's something that we, we had a lot of our clients, um, at social coach asking, Hey, like, how do I do video? Like, all I see are these like poppy captions, the GIFs, all that good stuff. How do I, how do I do video? And um, I guess kind of a plug for social coach, we created what's called video catalyst um, where someone can sign up and they, all they have to do is record the video and we do the rest for them. Mm -hmm. Right. We, we provide them with scripts so they don't even have to know what to say. Right. Um, The script helps them to kind of springboard into their own conversational topic, right? But they record a 45-second video, send it back to the Social Coach production team, and Mm -hmm. we do everything else for them, even the posting. So for for realtors that are wanting to dive into video, for loan officers that are wanting to dive into video, Social Coach provides multiple videos a month. And provides all the production provides all the editing provides all the animation and all you have to do is hit record Mm -hmm. talk for 30 seconds and hit stop and send it to us and we take care of the, we take care of everything yeah and what that's done is it's opened up the ability to like you're saying the, the the captions don't really they aren't necessary but they help yes and so for someone who doesn't know how to do that but does want to get into video we've just wanted to provide a a, an affordable option for them to be able to to dive into that and take advantage of the tools and take advantage of video right in front of them
0: well I've 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 come across very few people that I can even I can't think of anybody right now but that weren't into video like for whatever reason they didn't want to do it or hadn't started it (laughs) and then something changed and they started making some videos right Mm -hmm. Really simple stuff, nothing crazy, just 30 second here. Like I've seen a few that they're just like, hey, I'm so-and-so, you know, I sell real estate or I do mortgages. You know, I love my friends and family. If you ever need anything, call me, whatever, mm-hmm. just basic, basic stuff. And what ends up happening is this positive feedback loop occurs because they post something out there, their friends and family see it, right? And they may not, what What? I, I don't think a lot of people are, I think the younger generation understands this, but I think older generation doesn't is that the likes and the comments don't necessarily reflect, even the views don't necessarily reflect the impact that it's having because Mm -hmm. people still see it. And I experienced this with the stuff that I do where somebody that I very rarely see or talk to, I'll run into at the store or at a kid's game or whatever. And they'll be like, hey, I saw that thing yesterday. That was hilarious. Or, you know, I didn't know that, Mm -hmm. whatever. And I had no idea that they were even watching. Not a clue. Um, And I think that you know, what starts to happen is when you start making videos, people that you just run into on a day-to-day basis will say, Hey, I saw your video. That was great. You know, I'm glad you did. Nobody's ever said, you know, what the hell are you doing? That was stupid. Why'd you make that? You sounded like a fool. You look like an idiot. Like nobody's saying that The, the, the people that see it are nothing but supportive, right? This isn't this whole idea of, internet trolls. Like I've had a couple, as soon as videos start getting a little bit bigger, like, you know, when I get to the ones that have 30 or 40,000 views, you know, somebody told me, why would they take advice from some old ass boomer one day? And I was like, first off, I'm not a boomer. Um, (laughs) but, but anyway, so, I mean, it does happen, but, but it's rare and, and it doesn't really happen until you get to a level that we're not even trying to get to, because I think what you guys are trying to, show people and what i strongly believe in too is that the video marketing thing isn't about going viral okay it's not about trying to become the next internet sensation it is about staying in front of all of your friends and family that you're friends with on social media that already know you it's just reaching your sphere on a more consistent basis than you're doing by dropping a flyer in the mail or by you know going to lunch with your friends every once in a while not that those things don't have their own benefit too but being in front of people on a consistent basis, especially when you're in the business of selling yourself, whether that be a business that you run or you're a realtor or a lender or whatever, that's the goal is to stay in front of as many people as often as you can that could one
1: day use your product or service, right? Absolutely. And I think the the what we forget about consistency is that you have to be consistent, right? Yeah. Um, you could be like, yeah, I post every week. okay. You post every week, but are you posting on Tuesday one day and Thursday, the next day, and then Friday, the next week, like all these consistency begins with, okay, I'm going to post every Tuesday at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Right. If you're so sporadic with your consistent posting, the algorithm can't learn what you're trying to do. Right. And so we tell our clients it should be written on your calendar. Wednesday at nine 30, I'm posting a video Yeah, and do it every Wednesday at nine 30. After a couple of weeks, you'll start to see those numbers arise yeah. because the algorithm has learned, Oh, Instagram Reel is coming out from Mike Mills every Wednesday at nine 30. Let me push it. Let me push it. Let me push it. Right. And so the more consistent you are not just in posting, but the time and the day that you post that is, we're going to see a lot of results. I get the question like, Hey, when should I post what, what, what's the best, like most optimal time you should post. And I say the same time every week, it doesn't matter what time it is the same time every week. Okay. So if you're, if you're posting, if you've decided I'm going to post Monday morning, I want to be like Monday morning motivation, right? Well, don't post Monday morning motivation on Wednesday, like do it Monday morning. Right. Right. And and you'll start to see more results. So we have, we have clients that go, Hey, I'm going to post every Friday. I want to do a Friday Reel every Friday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Great. Do it around the similar time. Right. Don't start jumping around with your times that you're posting because the system is every platform, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok, all of them, they're built to learn when you're posting and when you're on social media, right? They're, everyone's posting videos, but it's funny. You, you start picking up videos that were posted three days ago, but the reason why is you were not live when that video came out, they want you to see that. So they learn, Hey, Ben is, is live on Instagram at nine 30 at night to 10 30 at night. Right. Mm-hmm. When he's sitting in bed, scrolling, right. going to bed. And so the videos that I like are going to get pushed to me at that time. It doesn't matter when it's posted. Right. So as a viewer, they're learning when, when you're on and they're also learning all these platforms are also learning when you're posting. Okay. So that's the consistency there. That so I didn't
0: realize that I didn't. I mean, I guess I, I've always heard about consistency, of course, but mm-hmm. but I didn't think about the fact that whatever the whatever I decide to post, day, time, whatever, make that the time and day that I post every single time.
1: Yeah, make it. A, I mean, it you, get can be better, you get a better range,
0: better reach that way. Is what you're saying? Yeah,
1: it can be a range, right? A couple hours. nine oh four. I mean, it could, yeah. Yeah, no, it could be a range, like it maybe two hours, one up, one down, right? But the platform is trying; it wants to learn its users. Mm-hmm. So when is Mike live on on LinkedIn? Right? Okay, right. he's he's always going to be live at twelve thirty after his lunch break. Right? He's Thursday, one <laughs> o'clock. <So>, right? <laughs> That's what I'm here. And the funny thing is, you'll start to see more and more of your stuff come out thursday at one o'clock or or stuff that you like to see gets pushed to you at at that time even if it's posted an hour later or like three days before you see like down at the bottom it shows like when it was posted Mm -hmm. you're seeing videos that are three days old coming to you at that thursday at one o'clock because that's your most lifetime
0: so all right so on the topic of like best practices okay because Mm -hmm. again that's always what people are looking for for the most part is so you're saying number one is be consistent and i think i think any any person that does anything on social media on a regular basis if they ask for the number one thing that you should do I think that would be
1: it would you agree like be consistent you can just define do it, it. it do it I I what I would say is if you're not doing anything just start yes right right but as you start to do more and more make sure it's consistent okay yeah. so then let's talk about
0: and I'm sure this probably varies by platform and maybe you can get into a little bit more there but you know obviously right now everybody's doing reels and tiktoks at all tiktok kicked all this off by the short form content because Mm -hmm. all of our attention spans are terrible these days um so is there you know i know facebook uh will facebook and instagram because they're owned by meta 90 seconds is their length you know for both of those on the max that you can do um i think is tiktok up to three minutes four minutes now
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's three minutes now. Okay.
0: Something like that. And then, um, YouTube reels or YouTube shorts is one minute that hasn't changed. So what have you found, you know, as far as like the most, I don't know, say traction interaction, but you know, if I'm a realtor, I'm a lender. You know where do i want to try to target the length of my videos to be able to use across platforms possibly um if you want to get specialized in one particular platform you know what what are what
1: are your suggestions with that i look inwards on that and i say how how long am i willing to watch a video okay right and most of the time your audience are are pretty similar to you right like your friends your cousins your brothers your sisters like they're all gonna be pretty similar so like if I'm interested in a video, I'll watch the entire thing. Yes. Me right. Too. If I'm trying to find out if I'm interested, I got about 10 seconds. Right. Right. I, I'm willing. And they I do this with my shows that I get into. I'm willing to watch the first three episodes of a show yeah. to determine whether or not I'm going to binge the rest. Right. Right. Well, let's, let's drop it down. You have about three seconds to grab the attention of someone. Okay. If you got the attention of someone, they're willing to watch the rest. Okay. Right. I would say target less than forty-five seconds on your videos. Okay. Most of the time you're seeing videos, especially like educational videos, these like real real estate videos, mortgage videos. You don't want to jump over a minute long. Yeah. Just because like I'll say it, like mortgages are boring, right? <laughs> they Mort- are. <laughs> mortgages well, are boring, right? I don't talk. Well, it's
0: funny, all my posting that I do, if I post, you know, and I'm 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 consistent. I'm consistently inconsistent in that. I'll have like this week, I usually post a video every day, mm-hmm. uh, or, or close to every day. And then this week, cause we were out of town for the fourth of July. I haven't posted since like Friday. Yeah. But, um, but what I find is like, if I talk about mortgage stuff all the time, it's, it, it falls off real flat. Yeah, yeah. But if I talk about student loan forgiveness, if I talk about, uh, uh, you know, the, the interest rates, as far as like the fed raising rates and where the economy's headed in certain stocks. And I talk about like UFOs, you know, cause it's something that I'm interested in. Yeah. So that type of stuff, I tend to get more traction on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just sprinkle in, the mortgage stuff here and there because really yeah. what i'm trying to do is have people find my content engaging to some extent but then remind them on a semi-regular basis that oh yeah i also do mortgages
1: yeah so i think for any video you got a couple seconds to grab attention right Yeah. Um, so what i my kind of advice and maybe it's the wrong advice for the people I, I like to watch. They say something controversial at the very beginning, Sure,
0: right? The hook.
1: You, gotta yeah, get a hook. you got the hook, right? If you yeah. get them. And like, even I was talking to a loan officer yesterday, he's like, well, what should I say? I'm like, you should say, don't buy a home. Yeah. Right. And then explain yourself. Like, don't what? buy a home. Wait, this guy's a loan officer. What is he talking about? Right. Yeah. Um, or like, you should keep renting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like all these different things. Like, hooks to kind of grab their attention. If you get their attention, like your best stuff with it should be within the first 10 seconds, 10, 15 yeah. seconds. Yeah. And then if you want to explain yourself even more, you have the rest of the time. Right. I say like 45 seconds is a good length because after about 45 seconds, even if I'm super interested, that's when I'm clicking on your profile and like yeah. diving into your content. Yeah. So you kind of got three stages of a video. You got the hook. You got three to five seconds to grab their attention, Mm -hmm. even sometimes like one second. So like saying something right at the beginning, get their attention. Then you have about 10 to 15 seconds for your best information. If you're talking about tips to buy a home, that should be in the first 15 seconds. I hate people that go, I don't hate people, but I I dislike the videos that go, wait till the end for the best tip. I'm like, dude, I'm just scrolling to the end. I don't I don't care about the rest, yeah. right? So get your best stuff first and then explain yourself after. You have the rest of the time, like right? 45 seconds, another minute, whatever it is. But you'll see that if you have your best stuff within the first 15 seconds, you're going to have a super successful video and your engagement rates go up.
0: Do you think, or do you find it as a, do y'all find as a company that it's a better practice? Because, you know, if let's say, and I, I think this, but I don't know, you know, if this is true. But let's just say I use Instagram often, right? Mm-hmm. That's the platform that I'm on. My friends are on. It's where I engage with stuff, whatever. Would your suggestion be to somebody starting out a video? If Instagram's your place, then post all your videos on Instagram and make Instagram be, be the expert at posting videos on Instagram before you mess with TikTok, before you mess with Facebook, before you mess with any other ones. Or in the way that I personally do it is I make a video and I tailor the video depending on editing or whatever. Cause I, you know, we're a little bit more advanced in how we do this. I tailor it and I put it on every platform just mm-hmm. because for me, you know, the only one that I struggle with sometimes is YouTube Shorts. Cause it's about a minute. Most of my videos are about a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I'm talking about some news topic or something. But, um, but when I, when I post, I try to keep it, you know. With but I put it on every platform because I'm just like I'll be in as many. And sometimes the one on Instagram does great, and the one on TikTok does not. And sometimes the one on TikTok does fantastic, and the one on Instagram doesn't. And you know, Facebook, Facebook, yeah, Facebook is its own little echo chamber in there. But <laughs> um, but what do you find, you know, is is the best practice, especially for
1: someone that's like starting out? Yeah. Um. So it's kind of funny. I I think that. Well, first and foremost, if you like Instagram, do Instagram. Yeah. Right. If you like LinkedIn and you're on LinkedIn all the time, do LinkedIn. Yeah. I think you should start. Like, if you don't feel comfortable managing five platforms, right? Manage two. Manage right. one. Right. Get really good at Instagram because Instagram and Facebook are connected. A lot of your reels will will go over, and you'll see that like Facebook yeah. is also. Yeah, you can share emails. them. Cross platform. Share them cross platform. So if you're like, hey, I'm good at, at Instagram. Cool. Do it. Yep. Here's the problem with doing five. And you're probably not like this. If you're managing five different platforms, 10 different platforms, and you're like posting to everything. Great. Here's the problem that you run into. If you don't go check back on your content, people are commenting on your content. Yeah. Right. I posted to five places, but I only do Instagram. And so if someone responds to my comment on Twitter or I'm responds to my there. content. And I'm not on there to respond back to them. They aren't gonna they aren't gonna comment back so the way that we say it is like social media is a, is meant to be social social media is meant to be a conversation back and forth between people right mm-hmm. like this is just another way to connect so Mike if you commented on my page right and I and you were like hey love the shirt where'd you get it yeah and I never respond right that's like if you and I were talking like this face to face and I say hey I love your blockbuster shirt yeah and you mm-hmm. just moved on you're like what the heck why didn't you say anything about what I commented? Like, <laughs> right, right. not even thank you. Like, like people just well, that's what I'm saying. don't just respond thank you, to comments. You know? Yeah, yeah like people yeah. just don't respond to comments. And if you don't respond to comments, why would I ever comment again? Right. Right. And so if you don't think that you can manage five different platforms, engaging back with the people that are engaging with you. Right. Um, One thing with engagement is if someone likes it and you want to talk to that person, DM them. Right. If you don't feel like you can do that on five platforms, do it on one, do it on two. Right. Right. And so if you feel overwhelmed with so much, you might as well start with one, start with two and build your way up to it. Um, One of my good buddies really like top-of-the-line top, top of the line marketing specialist. Um, he actually owns his own company uh, Company now, Dan Smokoska. Um, I work with Dan. You, yeah, so Dan's awesome, right? His, um, his advice to me was start with two and work your way into five, right? Yeah. But if you can't handle two, then why would you even try to do five? Yes. Right? And so he's a huge advocate on start where you are and work your way up to it. You can always add Twitter. You can always add LinkedIn. You can always add these other platforms, but you might as well get really, really good at one yeah. because it's a gold mine if you're really good at one.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's hard to, you know, part of it, I guess, would depending on which ones you're doing would be, you know, what are you, what, what are you trying to sell or what, what are you trying to educate on? And I hate to even use the word sell because I don't think these days people sell anymore. I think yeah. we, we, we present information and hope people value the information and then, you know, Use us in the future, but um, like LinkedIn, for example, um, if you're a if you're a realtor, it's not that I don't. I, I guess it depends on because LinkedIn is somewhat morphing into something different. I think a little bit more these days, but it used to be you know recruiters. I mean, that's what it is for me looking for somebody looking for jobs. You know, people talking about industry, business to business, B two B type stuff, right? Yeah. So if I'm a realtor and I want to sell homes, that probably may not be the best place for me to be because it's one of those things where not that, I mean, if you're working, right. If you if you have a job, you're on LinkedIn, well then obviously you could buy a home probably, yeah. you know, depending on what yeah. you're in. So you do have an audience that, that that's there, but are you friends with all those people? Are they going to reach out to call you? Is that, is that recruiter working in Phoenix or is he working? You know what I mean? So, so it's a different type of platform versus say, I think Facebook as you know, much problems as people give it because it's the old people platform. Right. But that's where people are really, truly like interacting with their friends more, especially the older crowd. You know, we, we see a picture of the kids we see. So all of that stuff on Facebook is much more, I'm now operating in my sphere. So if there's a place, if I'm a realtor or I'm a mortgage loan officer that I would think would be more beneficial to spend my time and efforts on a Facebook or even really an Instagram would be a better spot than say, maybe TikTok or LinkedIn, you know, even though I do think TikTok is, is different type of thing. Mm -hmm. um, If I'm just specifically wanting to sell a house or wanting to my friends to use me for their mortgage, then I think those two platforms are probably more geared towards that because of the type of interaction that people have. Would you agree with that?
1: I would. Yeah. So I, I, I think of a couple of examples of, of loan officers that I work with. Right. Um, And actually a couple of Um, what I'm seeing is they're posting content about, you know, their job, right? They're obviously posting, you know, uh, homes that they're listing and stuff like that. But the, the most successful content they have is the video of their son at a basketball tournament. Yes. Right.
0: The personal stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One of the, one of my, um, one of the best videos I've seen is, uh, this uh, one of, one of the, the realtors, um, says, hey, I'm listing a house here in Gilbert, Arizona. This is why you should move to Gilbert. And she walks down Old Town Gilbert and shows all the restaurants and shows. She's not even talking about the home. She's right. talking about the area, right? Yeah. So you should become the, you are the professional. You are the expert of your area, yeah. right? If you, if you live in Dallas, Texas, you should talk way more about the things in Dallas, Texas that attract people to that home, right? Because if I have a favorite taco shop, Velvet Taco in Dallas, I don't know if it's a great spot. (laughs) Um, That area is so cool. If I'm listing a home in that area, why would I talk about just that home? Let me talk about the area become the expert of your community, not just the expert of, of the home that you're trying to list. Mm-hmm. Now, the content of, you know, the drone flyovers and the walkthroughs of of homes, they grab everyone's attention, man, especially if it's a super nice, really cool looking home. Oh, um, yeah.
0: The, the million dollar homes everybody wants to see. Everyone yeah. wants to see the million dollar home.
1: Yeah. No one really cares about the $250,000 home, yeah. right, yeah. that has stains in the carpet and whatnot. Yeah. But now what maybe the
0: $30,000 home that the walls are falling down, you might get murdered <laughs> in. You might.
1: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but here's, here's the Here's the crazy thing. If I was trying to sell a two hundred fifty dollars, uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars home mm-hmm. in an area that's uh, really cool, but the home's probably not the best, doing something like, "Hey, this is the home. Let me show you the area. There's a park down the street. There's a really mm-hmm. nice elementary school." And like doing a video of all those places, like that's way more attractive to a family. Mm-hmm. I moved to the home that I lived in because there's a park down the street. There's a golf course nearby. Mm -hmm. and i I, we liked the area the house is great luckily it's also in a really good area but the reason i was attracted to it wasn't because the house had five bedrooms and it could fit my family it was because down the street from me as a park the last house i was in we didn't have parks in my area yeah and that was what attracted us right and so because you have two young kids so i got two young kids i got four and a two-year-old and they go to the park every single day yeah right and when they were three and one, we didn't have a park within our area that we were, we felt safe enough to go to. And so my realtor did a really good job. um, And he does this with a lot of his clients is let me show you the home, but on our way there, let me meet you at this donut shop. Let me meet you at this taco shop. That's really good in the area. We met up at the taco shop and then we drove to the, to the different houses. Right. So we showed the area before we actually saw the house and you could do that in your videos, show the area, show the house and just do it all in one 35, 45 second video, short clips of the the local farmer's market to really draw the attention, not just to the home, but to the community around it.
0: Yeah. The house is a, is a part of it, but it's not the feature. It's, it's, uh, there's all kinds of pieces that go into it. Mm -hmm. Um, On the topic of what types of content, because you were talking about, you know, don't just focus on the home, focus on the area. Um, and I kind of know the answer to this, but I want to hear you say it, it too, is, you know, when you see the realtor or the lender post something about, Hey, you know, I've been in the business for 20 years and I take great care of my clients. Here's my phone number. If you want to buy or sell your house, call me tomorrow. Right. Or call me today. Um, how, how, do, how do those do?
1: I mean, I mean, they're not, they're not the worst thing you could post. At
0: least you're doing something, right? <laughs> you're doing off. something, right? Doing you're something. getting
1: your name out there. You're um I've been in the business for 20 years. Well, if we look at realtors and we look I mean the average age is what like 55 plus. Something right? like that. Yeah. They've all been in the industry for 20 years. Yep. So what really differentiates you? Yeah. And and the big thing and what I see I of successful realtors and successful loan officers, the way they differentiate themselves from others is they talk about other things they talk yes. about they don't just sit and talk about yep i'm a loan officer yep i'm a realtor oh, what else are you right yep. are you, and so the reason i went with my realtor originally he was in a band okay. he has a, a kid the same age as my kid okay right he's a big hunter and he and and i hunt too and he also um loves baseball i grew up playing baseball yep. i'm a big hunter yeah. We connected on so many other things yes. outside of yes, I needed him to buy a house. Sure. But I could have used anyone to buy a house. Yeah. I wanted to use him because I connected with him on multiple other things. Right. And so I see a lot of success when realtors and loan officers talk about the other things that make them who they are. This right. is a personal business. Yes. It is the it is the largest for for most the largest expense that they'll ever do and they're not calling just anyone. They wanna talk to someone that they can trust. And the more you connect with that person, the more you can trust that person. And so, yeah, it's great that you've been in the business for 20 years, you know what you're talking about, right? But how else can I connect with you? How else can you and I, because I don't know about you, you probably get this a lot. I, I was calling my loan officer Probably like four times a week, asking questions, doing yeah. all this. And instead, I would have one question, but then he would be like, "Hey, did you watch the football game on on Sunday?" Yeah. Right. And we would we would have a longer conversation about how bad the Arizona Cardinals are right. and how good the San Francisco Forty Nine ers are. Right, my team. Yeah. And and then, but he had already answered my question, and we were just chatting, right? Mm-hmm. Like you and I, we're just chatting now, and we could have this conversation because. Right before this call, we connected on a couple of other things, you know, yeah. kids, Fourth of July, and what we talked about. And so it's it's way nicer. It's just like it just feels way different. Like we would be friends. It's with, personal. Yeah, it's very personal. Yeah. If you just talk about personal things. Yeah, I don't care if you've been. In, I I would rather go with someone who's who is it's their first transaction ever. They're trying to do everything they can, but he and I connect, or she yeah. and I connect on a, on a different level.
0: Well, and you, they're, they're, we talked about this before we came on, but the authentic, the authenticity of it, right? Because yeah. you're dealing, you know, the person that you're dealing with, because in, in, in we all experience in life, when you come across somebody that you meet and you meet them and they talk to you and you go, I don't think that's who you really are. I think oh. you're putting on some sort of a, you know, you're putting on an air, you're trying to be something or whatever, and, and I'm not buying it. And now, this is all going on in my head. You know, obviously you're not going to be like, ah, you're full of shit, but, <laughs> but, you're, you're going to sit there and go, okay, sure. And you kind of put this person in a box and you're like, well, whatever that person says, I'm not going to really put much stock into it because the feeling I get from them is that they're not being authentic with me. So I'm going to kind of discount everything they're saying versus some of my favorite people that I know are wild ass. I mean, they are off the rails, like crazy individuals, but they are themselves. Like they are, who they are, and you know, exactly what you're going to get when you go spend time with that person, there's no surprises as far as like who they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where some of the deepest relationships are had is because you may not agree with everything that somebody says or the, what everybody stands for. But if you know, they are who they are, you're like, Hey man, I, I like you for what you are. Like, I don't need mm-hmm. any of the other stuff. And, and I think the real estate, and because like you said, it is such a personal transaction because it's something that you're only going to do a few times in your life. And you want to know that the realtor and the loan officer are there looking out for your best interest to make sure that you're taken care of, regardless if they've done five hundred transactions or they've done two. If mm-hmm. you feel like they're they're thinking of you and everything that they do, then you're gonna have much more trust and security in that in that relationship in that situation than if you thought someone was just trying to sell you and you were just
1: a just another number in a transaction, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I think Something to know is ninetys ninety seven percent of home buyers start their search online, yeah, right they start their search online, and the younger those home buyers get, the more they're gonna look at social media yeah um I decided not to go with the loan officer I had two they i my my realtor gave me a referral for two right mm-hmm. um and I looked up one nowhere to be found, yeah nowhere to be found no reviews no reviews, no reviews facebook. well they had like a website uh-huh. but like no facebook no instagram no twitter like no youtube channel Not, and i was like who is this person because their website just was like was hey, kind of cold like oh this person went to university of arizona right yeah. i'm like okay and then the other the other loan officer had an instagram was it great No, but they posted once a week. They were big. They were a big football fan. They, uh, you know, they had a son who just graduated college, you know, and, you know, I'm I'm younger, so I could relate to him. Hey, I I graduated college a couple of years ago myself, you know. And so I went with him, not because he had the best social media presence, but I was able to connect with him before I even spoke with him on the phone. And I could bring up, hey, I, I saw your son just graduated. What did he graduate in? Oh, finance. Oh, that's cool. That's what I graduated in, right? And and he and I now have a really good relationship. And his son actually did my second loan who graduated in finance. Like we, we connected um, and he and I connected so much more because we were closer in age, yeah. same same interests. And so I, I think it's just, you said it, authenticity is key. If you're, if you're going to do anything on social media, just be who you are, Yeah. right? Post. If it's not, if you're not all about video, don't post video. If you don't like the way you look, okay. Post, yeah. post images, but engage, right? Engage with people. Social media, there's so many different routes you can go to be successful on social media, but you can't be successful on social media if you don't do it. And if you or, aren't doing it, you're missing out on a massive gold mine of leads.
0: Well, I think that's a good point you made about, about what you did, because I think everybody does that for the most Mm -hmm. part is they go to, you know, if I'm given well, if I, if I'm looking for a plumber and somebody says, Hey, use this plumbing service. Okay. Well, the first thing I'm going to do is not pick up the phone and call them. Mm -hmm. The first thing I'm going to do is go find them online. Are they, do they have a website? Do they have, you know, whatever. And it's because I want to get some information about this person before I deem the fact on whether or not I'm going to call them. Now I got a warm lead from a friend because I was like, "Hey, you know, does how many people know plumbers or how many people know car mechanics or whatever?" But, but then I'm going to go look for them. I'm going to go see if I can find them. And if I can find them, great. And if I can't, then I'm like, uh. and like you said, if I've got three people and I can find two of them online to some version or another, and I can't find the other one at all, I'm dirt. I'm certainly not using the one I can't find. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to find them, or I'm yeah. not going to use them. They could be a great human being, but I don't know that because I can't locate them anywhere. Really? And and the other two I can find, and then it becomes who do I f- who do I feel like I match better with personality wise or interests or whatever. That's when like you bring things. in the phone calls and that's when you talk to them, right? Yeah. But, but you need that social media or that online validation before you decide to do business with people. I think it's very important.
1: And I think you know this is this isn't something for realtors, but or, or loan officers. But I, I had to get a new AC unit and I saw an ad on TikTok about a new AC unit from a specific company. And I saved myself 15 grand on an AC unit, uh, two AC units, because I saw their ad on TikTok, right? I wouldn't have gone with them if I didn't see their ad on TikTok. And so sometimes I'll even like Google things that I want to like talk about or things that I want to buy in hopes that an ad comes on my Instagram, an ad comes on my Facebook, because most of the time you can save a lot of money by just going through social media and clicking on the links there rather than going directly to their website You're engineering was,
0: your social media to to serve I'm a like, purpose give
1: me an ad come on save me some money <laughs> it's
0: funny so i had um ali cardi on i'm sure you've seen her on linkedin because we all kind I'm of well, there yeah. and um <laughs> i didn't realize she was talking about going to an area and looking up like a restaurant for example looking up on TikTok. To see the inside of the restaurant, to see, you know, mm-hmm. people what they're eating and all this other stuff. And I'm I'm like, I've never even considered I like I use Yelp. I'll go to Yelp and I'll see what the reviews are or whatever. But I'm like oh, no. am I the old guy now? Because TikTok now I, is the way you know, to go for
1: that. We yeah, do it I blew my mind. Day. I was
0: like, Really? Like you go to TikTok. It's like, Oh yeah, every oh, city yeah. we go to. If we want to go eat somewhere, I'd
1: When I take my wife out every Friday for dinner, um, we go to TikTok and we say, best Mexican food in Gilbert, Arizona. And we look at the top three videos, and we choose one of the three. And wow. you find some amazing hole in the wall stuff that you'd never find on Yelp because they're not on Yelp, right? They're right. on TikTok, yeah. and it's not even the company posting about it. It's, it's someone a, it's who's like, planner. "Dude, this was a great place to be. I took a video yeah. of it. Boom! That's that's where we go." And so yeah. tic- I use TikTok a lot for you know finding hole in the wall places. You know, best. You know, this uh, tomorrow I have a lunch that I'm going to. Uh, we wanted to have like an italian sub so right. there's not many places like in new york that have italian subs here in, in phoenix valley right? right and so you just look it up on tiktok and i was able to find one the guy came straight from new york he was talking about it three years ago he came to arizona like he got out of new york from the pandemic and that's what he does italian subs i'm like i'm in i'm willing to try this if he's you know it just hearing a story. And so that's just the power of video. That's the power of, of social media is you can get your message out there. You can be found and you can see the influx of, of leads. You can, you can get your message out there way easier through video to an audience that probably wouldn't see you otherwise.
0: Well, and I think that's where you guys play such a big role in stuff like this as a company, because, you know, we always tell people within our company, do what you're good at and outsource what you're not good at. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you are, you know, a regular video poster and you love editing and you love coming up to creative ways to do, okay, great. Do that, do that. Right. But if you're, I want to, I want to go meet people at restaurants. I want to go to networking events. I want to be around, you know, I want to do flyer, do that, but then outsource the need, which is the social media side of things, the video to get started, because you have to be, there, there isn't a, Hey, this is a good place to get business. You have to be there. And I think that's been the whole point of what we've been talking about is it's not that video is, an, I don't think video is really an option anymore. If you want to be relevant and you want to be impactful in your market, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. So then it becomes, okay, how do I do it? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're not good at it or you want to spend the time learning it, well, then you need to outsource that to a company like social coach that can walk you through the steps. Now you may get to a point, somebody may be with you for a year or two and they may be like look i really like this i think i want to do it on my own i think i can figure this out or whatever great but you've got to get started down that road and sometimes it's no different like th- the name of the company social coach you're coaching people on how to do video the effective ways to do it how to be consistent and and i think that that is needed and i i it, it just because you're scared of going through the process of posting doesn't mean you don't need to do it. You absolutely have to do it. And if you can't, or you don't feel comfortable, then you need to outsource it to somebody like you guys.
1: Yeah. And we, we get a lot of those that, Hey, say, Hey, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm closing 10 loans a month. Like I'm, things are rocking and I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing on social media? No, dude, it's all referrals. I'm like, could you take more? Would you want more? Of course, especially right now it's a famine, right? Everyone wants as much as they can get right now. And so, Turning on a quick little video production team that's there to help you at a low cost and and literally zero dollar entry with your your equipment. You just need your phone. Yeah. It makes it so much easier for loan officers who feel like they can't afford like a two thousand dollar a month kind of production team to do it. Um, they can come and use Social Coach, get high quality videos at the lowest cost there is on the market, and uh, and be able to utilize that on their social media for for their own success.
0: Yeah, especially if you're a realtor or you're a mortgage professional and you're looking for somebody that's like, hey, because that that's been the thing that I've run into whenever because the editing part of what we do is the hardest part. And I don't Mm -hmm. think anybody realizes that until you actually start making videos making the video isn't that tough. It's editing it and putting it together, you know, however you you choose to do that and then posting it and that's the most time-consuming thing well Mm -hmm. if I take a raw video and I send it to let's say I use Fiverr right which I've used before and I find some editing person on Fiverr and I send them the video and I go here's kind of what I want I'll get it back and it's fine you know what I mean like it's okay it's not bad but it wasn't exactly what I wanted because they don't really understand what I'm saying or they don't really understand the point of that video was to talk about closing costs or to talk, they don't, because they're not doing mortgages or they're not doing real estate. So they don't really know. Whereas somebody like you guys, because that's your niche. If I send you a video about mortgages or something related to it, you're going to know exactly what I'm trying to say and put together a much better edited version of that than if I use some random person online.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I think it's, it's important. Like you said, if you need to outsource, go ahead and outsource. Like that's, don't feel shame in doing that. um, Because once you put it all together and you really see how social media can, can really boost your business, uh, it makes it all worth it. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
0: Well, Ben, we're, uh, we're right at an hour now. So, um, these things go by quickly whenever we do it this long, but it goes fast. So I really appreciate you coming on, um, and kind of walking through some of this stuff. I, you know, again, like we said in the beginning, video is not an option anymore. You have to do it. Um, you don't necessarily have to do it well, but you have to start and you have to try to be consistent with it. And just doing that will get you to the point where you do it well. But, um, but if you're not in a place where you feel like you're capable of doing that yet, or you need to learn, then, company like social coach is a great place to reach out to get your feet wet get started it's not as bad as you think it's going to be it's going to help your business a ton you'll get that positive feedback loop people calling you back saying hey i saw your video today you know it was great even if it wasn't it doesn't matter people are nice they're going to reciprocate and that's what we're trying to do and that's that's really the best way to to get in front of your sphere you don't have to go viral you just need to stay in front of the people that you sell to on a regular basis so
1: yeah, you said it better than I could. So, thanks, Mike, for having me on. It's a great to to be able to talk to your audience and and uh, and and show them, hey, social media is important. Video is easy, um, and we're here to help. What's
0: the best way to to reach out to you guys um, to uh, to find you know the services
1: and costs and everything for what y'all do? If you're really looking uh, to do social coach or social coach video catalyst, uh, check us out socialcoach.io, not socialcoach.com. That's actually a dating uh, guru in Australia. Um, Socialcoach.io, or you can always uh, reach out to me via LinkedIn, social media. We're we're online, Um, obviously. Yeah, sure. They can find the (laughs) video somewhere, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So go ahead and check us out, and uh, uh, looking forward to hearing from everyone. All right, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thanks a lot. Um, everybody
0: have a great weekend. Hope the 4th of July was fun and we're coming up on the weekend right away now too. So we'll see you next week.